0: In the 21st century
1: to Moving Iron Podcast, this is the 176th edition of the Moving Iron Podcast and it's brought to you by Dawson Tire & Wheel, your premier ag tire and wheel provider in North America and Tractor Zoom delivering insights. Also, Dry Shot Boots, the official work boot of the Moving Iron Podcast. This week, I have got uh, Brent Carlson from the Dryland Farmer Podcast and Aaron Finnell um, all on here. I'm just going to talk about what's going on in the world and see if we can't solve a few problems while we're at it. So, fellas, how you guys doing? Doing good, man. I didn't know you'd... N- when not you quit numbering them? Um, podcasts. It's an infinite thing, so... That's like saying, oh, it. how's
0: your kid? Oh, great. He's 378 months today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just for easy reference that way. It's like a library. Yeah. I stole that off of City Slickers. It's the uh, Dewey Decimal System of Podcasts. Dude, you don't hear that anymore.
0: No. You don't. Um, no, it's great and wonderful. It got windy here yesterday, and it's for March... Uh, yeah it's uh, it's been pretty calm as far that's supposed to be the beginning of our wind season we have a wind season oh. it goes from march the first to the following february 2nd <laughs> sounds <laughs> about like no, us yeah. yeah they always say i don't know if this is just for us or if it's everybody it Comes march is supposed to come in like a lion out like a lamb so far it's been pretty sheepish speaking of sheepish aaron
1: what uh what are you up to today <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, look at that look at that Segway. How about that? <laughs> that's a regular Jimmy Um. Cat. yeah it's uh just another day, my man yeah doing some uh took PTO today doing some stuff on the farm and so it's
1: very very sheepish and uh that's about it yeah, it's a uh it's it's a it's kind of a crappy day, a little bit kind of windy,
0: kind of cool. So we and we set like records here yesterday. I don't know if Herford did. It was like so Childress, which is the southeast part of the Texas Panhandle, it's always hot there. It was like 95 there yesterday. No that's a record. Me. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. But it's like uh, it's going it's what? It's about 100 and it's probably 150 miles east southeast of where I'm at, which is Childress is about like, I don't know, an hour southeast of Amarillo if for everybody that's not from here. And yeah, but it's that's like the hot spot of the freaking like north part of Texas, like every year. That's just, it's low and anyway, but yeah. yeah so they set high records here yesterday, but today's not the case. It's cloudy and kind of breezy. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's crazy. Well, there's
1: plenty of crazy shit going on in the uh, in the world today. Um,
0: we've talked about. I've had that's, whole, like, the, that's like the Cheers theme song. Making yeah. your way. Uh, that's making your way in the world today. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's plenty
1: of shit going on. So you gotta take a look at what's happened. So I've done I don't know, I had Glenn Burnbaum on talk about all the the stimulus package that's coming down from uh from the U.S. or from the government. And I really feel like that we were damned if we do and damned if we don't on that because we're gonna pump we're gonna pump six trillion dollars worth of more debt on top of what we already got and then we're going to uh you know, but you also need to if he didn't do that, who knows what happened to the economy and what that would look like? So, it's not a not a good deal by any means. But
0: it's I think it's damned if we do, because I mean, what's it going to do? Well, it's, it's hopefully, I mean, what's it's, it do? until the until the until the economy gets opened back up. I mean, like yesterday, for instance, I went to town in Hereford yesterday, which you know, it's not freaking. New York City or nothing, but it's, you know, where you got to do stuff. I went to like four different places. I went to like the welding shop, the account or like, you know, the accountant and where else did I go? The paint, uh, paint, the paint place all locked up and they just stare at you through the window. And then like, so it's Sherwin-Williams. I went to Sherwin-Williams and they have like eight window panes, like big, like four to ceiling window panes on their entryway and every pane had a piece of paper with their phone number on it. Just call us. So I'm like, all right, I'll call them. Of course they don't answer. And nice. I mean, they're there. <laughs> so the, huh. the, what I'm getting at is you can't get shit done anywhere. And how are you going to get, I mean, so what did I do? I went home like anybody and ordered on Amazon, Right. like nothing special. So, yeah. I mean, if, unless everybody's just going to order on Amazon, the economy's not going to be doing anything. Right. And six, of course, what's 2 trillion is going to, well, what, I don't know how much of the well. money is doing the direct checks to people, but you know, and then that four trillion—that's just QE from the Fed, right?
1: yeah So there's two trillion of, of actual like cash getting pumped into the economy, and then there's four trillion dollars that the Fed is giving to banks for low interest loans, and this SBA thing where you've got—you know—if you do it right, from, and you get an eight-week loan, and if you spend it right in, the, in eight weeks, you can basically not have to pay it back. But there's a bunch of things you got to jump through a lot of hoops you got to through when it comes to employees and those kind of things but i don't know what's it like in the lines aaron
2: kind oh of, i i have really been anywhere in town in the last week since last week's update but last time i was in ta- well i take that back the the big, I guess, kind of national or big regional gas station, Maverick, <laughs> the newer one on the west side of town, it's all, they've been like freak out city for, oh, uh, probably a month. Yeah. Since, you know, since first word of everything started spreading. And then the right across the right across the street or highway there, there's a local convenience store that mm-hmm. the local co-op owned, and they were doing nothing different at all till this morning. So right. it just kind of depends, you know, who's doing what. Like we, Alliance is big enough, we have a Safeway, and Ditching. there's more like shortage and stuff missing off the shelves there as opposed to the local grocery store. Right, You know, so it's kind of like, you know, kind of like I was saying last week. Then you go down to Bridgeport, which is
1: fifteen hundred people, and everything's completely as normal. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I also think that some of these small little towns have this idea that, well, it's we're small town America. nothing ever happens here, so we're we're going to be insulated from all the stuff that, that's happened.
0: So I don't. It's hard yeah, to say. Yeah. Right. This This is the first right. time we've actually been. I mean, you know, nine eleven. We weren't really direct. I mean, you know, directly, but we're an actual worldwide event. Actually, you know, came to our home, you know, Hereford, which is you know fifteen thousand people. It's not a it's small town, you know, still. But this is really the first time it's ever like we've seen actual empty shelves in our stores in, you know, at Walmart and Hereford. Yeah, it's just insanity, you know. It is
1: amazing what's what is off the shelves
0: that is missing, like. I'm so, pretty sure Charmin is behind the TP deal. Yeah, I would imagine they they <laughs> done something there. No, no pun intended. Yeah, I think
1: I think there's a so like we have a target here in Scottsbluff, and, and there's a uh, like the and the entire section that has like Clorox wipes and those kind of things is always wiped out, and all the paper products are gone, and those kind of things. But nothing, there's nothing missing that you think that you would really really want if you had to stay at home, right? So how much toilet paper could you eat and still stay alive? I've, I've, I've kind of wondered that a little bit because there was uh, guys I know that were going to, like, the industrial, like, uh, what do you call that place? Like, Fastenal. Fastenal? Is that right? Well, that's tools tool yeah. store. <clears throat> yeah. so, but they also sell some, like, industrial supplies, you know? like. Oh, food yeah. Uh-huh. So, well, you could also buy, like, cases of toilet paper, like you would get, like, for a... Uh, like a like a business or something kind like that like in a, in a bathroom, <clears throat> yeah. And you've got just 144 rolls of toilet paper. What are you gonna do with all that? I mean, it's just not ass I, mean, bunch of asses I guess, man. I mean, you have a lifetime full of. of it's not even like it's comfortable. Fucking good quality toilet paper. Oh no! Uh you know I mean?
0: huh. It's, it's like, like rubbing your butt
1: on expanded metal. It's like 80 grit sandpaper, man. <laughs> I mean, it's not much different. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So no, it's it's great. It's it's uh, there's all kinds of crap going on. What's so up? like you know,
0: expanded yeah. metal? That, that's a nice touch. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, This is the so the toilet paper we got. Yeah. It's the reason it's like expanded metal. is because you can see through it like expanded metal. <laughs> <laughs> like on our on this yeah. podcast we had this week, I said like you can easily pass an eye test chart test. Just by looking through it. Like, it would actually help your vision. That's before you use the toilet paper. Yeah. That's crazy. I said, this is what they give the people in the waiting room that go to the death row chamber. You know, that's what they give. The quality stuff, huh? Yeah. But I don't know. You know, people, you know, selling out of beans and, you know, flour and all that stuff, that's one thing, but... This TP thing, man, it's out of control. I get the food thing. I mean, to some extent, yeah. I get all that. But boy, this, isn't this the preppers' time to shine? I mean, if they ever justified their existence and what they do with their time and money, this is their time to shine. Oh man! So you know, like on
1: Instagram, for those of you that are on there, you, you thumb through there, and there's always you know, ad for this and ad for that. My entire feed has been full of like the ultimate survival knife or the ultimate survival axe slash shovel. Slash backpack thing. I mean, I'm like, holy crap, man! I'm sure somebody's looking at it, going, like, that's a hell of a deal.
0: I figured you got ads for like two thousand rounds of like, you know, M16 or you know, nine millimeters and two twenty threes is the way you buy it. I don't think they, I don't think they let you advertise that kind of stuff on
1: on Instagram.
0: Well, well, oh well, that's true. The libs brought to you by Facebook. The
1: the the, uh, liberal side of the world won't let you. you know, promote those kind of things out there.
0: My God <laughs> licorice-based lingerie's <laughs> in, though I can tell you that <laughs> they'll sell the hell out of that. Black well, licorice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who eats black licorice? Oh, I don't care if it's gross. in the lot of the thong. Oh. I love black licorice. Black licorice is amazing. That explains so, a lot. Wait, Aaron, where are you from? Because you, if you're any, if you're anywhere from north of like Amarillo, I don't believe it. You sound you're like from Dallas or something. I know. I get that all the time, and it makes no sense because I was born and raised in southeast Nebraska. So, Oh, man. You sound like you're from southeast Texas. <laughs> <laughs> you almost sound more hickey than I do. Yeah. That's... Ooh, easy. Well, all right. I don't go that far. <laughs> Casey's got that. Remember on Anchorman, Kate, you've got that non-regional diction.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they have a uh... – so speaking of this, every time I watch this, I go and uh... – I listen to the the week, the daily update, or what's going on on, on on the Fox News or whatever I'm listening to at the time, and it, it's the same information over and over again, right? They ask the same questions, thinking they're going to get some answer out of whomever, but all I can ever think about is that scene in Anchorman when they're when they're the pandas getting ready to have the the baby. There oh yeah, Panda Watch Day One <laughs> <Yeah>. Fourteen. You
0: know, so <laughs> I can think about when every time that comes on because that's all it's exactly what it is. It's funny because it's true because yeah. those news people would go I guess the ratings on those type of stories like anytime a panda in China you know gets you know bamboo shoots up its nails you know they, mm-hmm. they have a freaking breaking news story about it. Yeah. I don't know why pandas are so special. I don't think they're about extinct. I just, I think they have Oreo something to do with painted that. bears is all they are. Yeah. Yeah. They're like they're like super highly endangered. That's why. Yeah. Maybe there's a reason they're endangered. It's cuz they yeah. suck. That could <laughs> <laughs> that could be
1: it too. That could be it too. All right, so Brent, talk about here okay, we're coming into plant season, all these different things are happening. What's going on different in your world than you would have than any other any other part of the year?
0: Well, you know, as I I've said before, as far as our you know, as far as our plans for farming, it all comes down to our our weather and our uh moisture profile. And I was actually out this morning um and and, in probing around in some uh fields and uh like in our corn stalks which we're all no-till so we're we've kept everything you know on top and everything but i mean i stuck a four foot probe in the ground and i mean it just gobbled it up you know we had yeah i knew it i I knew it i knew it (laughs) four foot (laughs) you're dang right no you wouldn't want to carry that around what would you do with it i'd be knocking stuff off the dash and the counter all the time it just wouldn't be worth it it'd be a a fun party trip
1: for a while but after after a little bit it
0: watch me open this beer bottle in my unit yeah but no so you know as far as like moisture i started watering on some rye that i'm gonna uh, oh dairy's gonna chop and um take in for a I guess not wheatlage, but it's chopped rye. So, but, you know, we're sitting in pretty good shape. You know, like I said, we're we're not going to start planting corn. We don't usually start till around the 25th of April, you know. And um, right now we're starting to get some dry fertilizer slung out. And we are got our compost guys. They're going to start slinging uh, compost out as well. And uh, we're, you know, just getting everything, all the sprinklers all, you know, up in order and, you know, lubricated, maintenance and all that stuff, so we're just kind of getting all the prep work done. We've had the planter in the barn the last few weeks, and just kind of slowly changed out some stuff on it, and uh, so, you know, we're really, as far as moisture, you know, which is always our number one concern, which, like, pretty much everybody else's, you know, we're sitting pretty good shape there. We just wish corn was, you know, more than $3.65 a bushel. Of course, we get the, we got a food premium deal that we're pretty lucky to have, but, still cotton you know of course we're cotton and i mean it's just completely falling out of bed um mid mid 50 to lower 50 cent range and i tell you what that's uh of course anything below base loan is which they move base loan to about 53 or 4 cents and uh, anything below that you start getting where you can pop it in the ldp so um you know other than prices we're really sitting pretty good we've i actually started purchasing some liquid fertilizer and as far as the fertilizer down here, they all act like they've just got, you know, there's no supply worries at all. So, uh, you know, liquid, dry fertilizer, they said, you know, it, it's probably the cheapest it's been in, I don't know, heck, probably at least a couple years at the very least. Yeah. So, um, you know, we've kind of, I actually ordered some today to fill some tanks up. So we're, you know, all in all, it's looking pretty good. We just got through selling cattle and uh, off, uh, <coughs> calves off the wheat pasture. So we are got all that done. So we're, we're pretty happy. Anyone in your area that you've talked to
1: talking like they're going to do something completely different, not because of crop mix or anything like that, but just because of the, the whole coronavirus thing and all that stuff that's going on that nope. they're
0: doing. Anything I don't, different? Nah, I don't think I don't think that's going to have any impact on us. You know, the biggest so thing I guess really, and the, which I guess I don't know the oil thing. You know, the whole oil thing that yeah. was when Saudi Arabia said they were going to. You know, blow everything up and uh, just absolutely flood the market with oil. You know, there's two ethanol plants in Hereford. One, I think, one of them's been idled for several months. And you know, now of course, Hereford. You know, we're the center of all these feed yards, and uh, of course, ethanol plants have the DDGS as a byproduct. And, you know, they've been buying the heck out of that. And I think ethanol. What is ethanol? It's what forty to fifty cents a gallon higher than gas now. And I mean, that's you know, that's unsustainable. And now right. they're talking about changing up the requirements. So uh, you know, and and most. I would say ninety-five percent of the ethanol plants. I mean, ninety-five percent of the corn that go to the ethanol plants at Hereford is all shipped in or all railed in. Okay, when hardly any local corn in Hereford. With uh, not not only would it not be able to service the, the facilities, um, you know, it's just they just don't pay good enough. So yeah, you know, they rail it in, and uh, so you know the DDGs might be harder to come by. And uh, of course, if you got ethanol that's less efficient. Per BTU, and then it's you know, let alone forty to fifty cents higher than a gallon of gasoline. It's just nobody's going to buy it, right? So, yeah, it's you not know. out there. All right,
1: Aaron, what about you? What are you seeing out there? What's going on different than you've seen in the past? Because I can tell you right now, from a sales perspective, and the service parts, and all those kind of things from the dealership side of things, I mean, we're it's, if I woke up yesterday and didn't realize that there was some kind of crazy thing going on in the world, I wouldn't know any different.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. To a point other than, you know, the the measures were taken store to store and that kind of thing, right. which yeah. is different. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Part of different. Um, you know, even limiting employee to employee exposure and that kind yeah. of thing is different. But as far as the business in general, no. I mean, that's one thing that's cool about being the essential service that we are mm-hmm. is we're not impacted by all of this, you know, directly and even indirectly. It's going to have to be way down the line to have any kind of
1: registerable impact as far as that goes. So, yeah. what are you seeing out there as far as uh, when you talk to folks across the country, what, what are they saying? Oh, kind of the same,
2: you know, that guys will, you know, obviously, dealing in ag machinery, it's not like you're talking to guys from major metro areas. So, you know, you got the guy. Honestly, it rarely comes up at all other than, hey, are you guys closed? Are you open? That's the only thing that comes up at all. Nobody's really been like, so how's the how's the. Mexican beer virus out there, you know. Nobody, nobody, nobody says anything about that, right? Yeah. <laughs> nobody says anything about it, you know. Really, uh, the only time anything comes up is, is uh, you know, are, are you guys business as usual or different? And then you discuss that, and then on to whatever. You know, piece of machinery there, thereafter. And there's only been a couple of guys in the last, you know, month or so that's even said a word about it.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> what's the, uh, it, it's really been pretty much business as usual. So, yeah. What's the, uh, what's the overall feel for the market though as a whole? I mean, do you have, cause even if prices the way they are and things going sideways and everything else that we have happening, it still doesn't feel like there's much, let off the gas, you know I mean you take a look at auction markets, you take a look at all the just people buying equipment in general. It doesn't feel like there's much going like much dissipating there anyway
2: I agree with that to a point. this last week or this current week we're in has been super super quiet on the sales front in my world. Um, you know, I know company wide you know, stuff's been clicking along For me, this last week was Was Pretty damn dead Until yesterday For whatever reason, yesterday was Super perked up and crazy busy But, man, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday You couldn't pay the phone to ring So yeah.
0: So what do in y'all that, do there when aspect, it's dead like, it's like that? Little, what's that? What do y'all do when it's dead like that? I mean, how many domino tables do y'all have? <laughs>
2: well for me everything i do is is internet and phone right so i it's not like i can go jump on the pickup and go farm to farm so i'll i'll take any one of numerous wholesale lists i got and you know if it's quiet for a couple days i'm like okay time to generate some shit send it out, you know, get some conversation going, comb through inventory. Is there anything to move quick, you know, that we can flip quick and make a buck and, you know, just kind of, kind of that route. So when it basically short story long, if it's
1: quiet like that, try to make something happen. So he actually, Casey, he actually
0: works. Yeah, I know it's a cool cool concept, isn't it? Man, you need to try farming, Aaron. Man, you, you you know how much time you can screw off? <laughs> it's great. <laughs> when are you gonna turn your and when are you gonna turn your Twitter page into night vision or uh, the night um what do you call it? You, you got the freaking your I got on your uh, Twitter screen here and it's bright white and it blinds my ass. Yeah, that's just, I, I don't like the black. Dark mode. That's what I that's Racist. what I want. trying yeah. to say.
2: I don't like that dark mode. It's too hard for me to I can't read it as
0: good. I uh, do. It. It's like walking into the Kenny Rogers roaster sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's I just I, I just love that scene where he opens the door up, that red light hits, and Kramer just goes to a ninety-degree angle over backwards. I just love it. God, I love that show. That's a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> But I digress. So you're out. You're out spraying some
1: stuff today Is that what you said you're doing.
0: Uh yeah, we're um, my, one of my brothers there. He's finishing up the um, stuff they have up there by town, and uh, oh, we're we're about caught up now. We've just got to uh, what? What did you do? Did you screenshot me? Yeah, took a picture. Oh, to it God on. Almighty, that's freaking. That's creepy, dude. That's creepy. <laughs> I sent I you a text. It. I posted it. I, I know. That's how I know. Um, yeah, so we've been spraying, um, gosh, we've been spraying everything. We've just basically been spraying winter weeds and then putting down uh, pre merge with it. And um, now we've started burning down our rye that we've had a, that we grazed over the um, wintertime and we let it grow up some to be a cover crop. And uh, so we're burning a lot of that down. We're going to, like, on our where we had Milo, mostly where we had Milo last year. Uh, we're gonna put in uh corn because that was supposed to be cotton last year and it got hail or got too wet and cold. So we failed out about ninety percent of our cotton and that uh, most of it went to went to Milo. So we put out a. Uh, oh let's so see what did we put out there. We put out dual and um let's see, dual and manville and two four D and then where we had our um let's see where we were gonna put our corn, we're putting down a. Uh, yeah, we put down Valor 24D Banvil, and um, that'll really help us hold us over till we got to put our. I don't know if we'll. I don't know if we'll get it. It'll get us to lay by or not, but you know our weed pressure is pretty low so far. Our chemicals have really worked really well. So we're uh, but we're about to finish that up. You know, probably today or tomorrow. Of course, we've been not, uh, slowed down by the wind during the middle of the day, but um, that's nothing new. So yeah, we're about done with that, and then you know next thing that goes into goes across the field will be the planter so we'll right. be ready to go and then dicamba and you're good to go yeah man <clears throat> we'll just do a little drift and yep. so yeah we'll have as far as cotton we're gonna have dicamba cotton we're gonna have a uh, 24d cotton and we might actually have some non danville and non-24d cotton which uh fiber max is pretty much the only one they have the glital which is roundup and liberty link um cotton and uh it's not resistance to d and um and the banvil, the banvil not a big deal. The 24 D is what'll get up, gas up, and uh, and um, walk across the field, uh, across the uh, fence row. Uh, banvil, you know, as long as it's not physical contact, which is dicamba, um, you know, you're okay. But cotton, it'll stiff two. 4, I mean, it'll literally, it'll literally stiff two four D from miles away. Um. So yeah, it's it's kind of wild stuff. Yeah, riveting, good stuff. Um, well, I won't mention it again then. <laughs> i'm signing off of the moving shit podcast (laughs) presented by dawson boot and (laughs) tire
1: oh man i couldn't i couldn't resist it had it was just laying there i had to to jump on it (laughs) i didn't lay down nothing (laughs) right on (laughs) right on all right aaron what uh what what is your what's your sheeping plan here? You got all your all your lambs out or whatever doing that? Yeah, pretty much. Uh,
2: got some scattered ewe lambs that are finishing up, but already the first group. Let's see here. have had two rounds of weaning, and I bet you have probably another one. It's supposed to be kind of cold and wet this weekend, so I'll probably skip and wait till next weekend, or. After work, one of these nights, wean a couple more batches off, and then you just kind of sit and wait for them
0: to hit a hundred. And here we go. It's a long time. So y'all, oh, y'all no, have batches of lambs. We have bunches of cattle. Is that what yep. y'all say? Batches? We say bunches. Like I've got a bunch here. I don't know what. How ma- How many constitutes a batch? Short I don't know. A bunch.
2: I, I typically don't say batches. I kind of, because I have them, I have them split up in four different groups. So usually I talk about
0: groups. But oh, okay. Mm. You don't ever say flock? No, I mm. never do say flock. I should say that. That's <laughs> Yeah. All yeah. Right. I've always been, I've always been uh, interested in the nomenclature different uh, livestock racers have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very interesting yeah that's riveting that's good stuff <laughs> all right anybody still listening out there <laughs> are we live <laughs>
1: <laughs> right on all right let's wrap it up here all right brent you're on the uh, dryland farm podcast and you can be found on the global ag network just like the moving iron podcast but where could they find you on the twitter verse
0: so on the Twitter, you can find me at Trader Brent and uh, my co-host Landon Nolan's at NoTwitLandon44. And I did release our new episode this morning and noticed that um, I put a space between Moving Iron and LLC, so it went to a guy with a Moving Iron handle nah. and not Moving Iron LLC. Gotcha. And that guy has like 200 followers, so and I'm pretty sure it's a bot from Cambodia. So it didn't really work out there, but um, and I am at. We are actually officially on spotify now oh, right um, on. thanks a lot Nixon, for uh, only giving about 10 percent of the instructions yeah. so uh we're on spotify and uh, all the same places you can find the global act network right on i mean uh, moving iron podcast even though it's moving shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right where's uh where do they find you at on the uh inter interwebs
2: Uh, On the Twitterverse, it's at Aaron Fintel. And uh, pretty much
1: always got my phone on me, 308-760-1193. Right on. And you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. Also check out the Moving Iron podcast on MovingIronLLC.com, as well as some blog posts I got out there. And check out the Global Ag Network and all the great podcasters out there, along with me and Brent.
0: So until next time, you can time. reach me at 806 555 1212. I find that to be full of holes.
1: <laughs> so, uh, till next time, hey, At least you're honest
2: about the 806, you could have bullshitted that. That's dude. true. You could Well,
1: everybody know I'm
2: yeah, from you the
0: could've. You know, that's a pretty good slang. Like, I'm in, mean, I'm from the 806. That's really, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, I'm from Kansas, you know, so I'm from the 316, which is, you know, Two thirds of the
0: state of Kansas. So, yeah, when when you really narrow that down, it doesn't help much. But we go to New Mexico, which they have two area codes in New Mexico now. But for the longest time, they had 505, and that was it. Yep. Yep. All right. You know what's
2: cool about New Mexico? They have two area
0: codes, and they both start and end with five. Yeah, 505 and 515. No, 575. 575. Yeah, 575. Outstanding. That's the only thing interesting about New Mexico, other than the mountains. You got the, the aliens turquoise. Lots and lots of oh turquoise. God. You got the aliens. <laughs> you know, I've been through Oswell. I saw aliens, but they didn't have big heads. <laughs> 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 right on. And they weren't gray. They weren't
1: gray. <laughs> no, they weren't. Did you stay at the little alien? Oh, man. Huh? Did you stay at the little alien? Stay at the little alien? No, the Alien.
0: Maybe. Oh, the, oh God. It's a play on words. It's an actual place. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just that bad. Yeah. It's, it's... Someday I'll you're make it to, to Roswell. Someday. You're about
1: to alienate me. Someday. Well, I hope so. I really do. I really hope so. All right. Well, I think that's enough fun for one day. Let's go move some iron, folks. Out.
0: Moving iron in the 21st century.